welcome back to When a Gay Girl Meets a Trans Girl. I'm the gay girl. And I am the trans girl, Brooklyn. I'm Holly. Hi, Holly. Hello. So what have you been up to the last week? Um, My feet have been swelling a lot more. They look like they're just round balls. <laughs> they look like club feet. I have them up. I've had them up pretty much all day today, minus a walk I went on. Um, and it seems to be helping. Have you been feeling any contractions yet? Braxton Hick ones? No. You will. Yes, you will. <laughs> um, what about you? Oh, goodness. It's been a week. Tell you what, um, I'm doing a lot at work trying to plan for my, um, paternity leave when the baby's born. So I'm having to basically pick my replacement. And the sad thing is you got all the people at work that you love. You you love everyone there. And you got this person and that person wants it and this person wants it and this person wants it. And I'm trying to not... Um, I, I don't want to pick someone because I like someone more than someone else. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's what you're not supposed to do. I know, and it's not that I don't... I don't know. It's really hard to describe how I'm feeling about all this. But I just want to pick somebody that I think will do a great job. I also want to make sure that the people I don't pick are also going to be able to stay in their positions and do a great job there too and not feel like I jumped over them or have them get mad at me because I didn't choose them. So it's really hard. And it's kind of rough having your boss put your put these decisions on your on your shoulders. And on top of that, I have my assistant manager with me. She backed out of her position, which is also kind of rough. And I have to choose another assistant manager underneath me. So I'm trying to choose two different people to run the store while I'm gone. And that's hard. I've got one person that I've already been kind of set up for the last year or so. More so the last six months to take that position. And you've only got like a month to do this. I know. We're sitting at... We're at crunch time. We're, uh, let's see, this is the 16th. Um, he's going to be born somewhere around the 23rd, 24th? The 24th is the due date. Yeah, so I mean, we're looking at... A month. A month, right? Maybe a little longer, but if I follow suit like my mom, he could be, he should be a week or so early. Yeah. I don't know. So it's just a lot's going on. I don't have all that going on. Life's pretty, uh... Relaxed to you. You just sitting in that chair at work and be like, ha ha, I get to keep my feet up and I don't have to lift anything heavy or sweat too much. Well, I don't get to keep <laughs> my feet up, but... Um... I yeah. lift hearts. So that's life. We got the baby room mostly done. We're yeah. still waiting on the part for the... Dresser. I think we discussed that last week. I can't remember. Yeah. But we did have the baby shower. Oh, yeah. We didn't discuss that, did we? Not yet. We had the baby shower. Tell us what you thought. That was your first baby shower. Yeah. Um. It was amazing. They did a really good job like decorating and being creative 
Um, I was like blown away. It was really sweet. Um, two of my friends came from Oklahoma and my mommy came. Um, it was nice to see all of them. And then Brooklyn had a whole bunch of her family come and mm-hmm. it was nice to see them, but I see them quite often. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, but it was very nice to have everybody supporting us and one because the trans thing and two because second marriage having another kid kind of thing but it was nice that everybody's been really supportive and like understanding that I also would like to have a bright bear yeah um but we played some fun games and we played a baby shower cards against humanity that was fun you know the funny thing is I remember us discussing your interest in having a baby shower and you were like all I want is a barbecue. I don't want no games. <laughs> I'm like, you don't want any games as a baby shower. You're like, no games. Be, no games. I didn't want it <laughs> to be girly and like a baby shower, like what you think of. Um, But the Cards Against Humanity was like a perfect fit. I was like, okay, this is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And then I did get my lemon cake pops, and that's what I really, really wanted. I like the cupcakes more. The cupcakes were good, They're but really good. the lemon cake pops were what I was dying for. I wish I would have had more than one. They're so good. And we got a diaper cake that was made up of diapers. Oh yeah, we could post it on Facebook too. Yeah. I like the pictures of it. Um, yeah, a ton of diapers and then random baby stuff. And then everybody's favorite outfit for Joshua was his little marine outfit. Mm-hmm. And I was Just like, like oh his mama. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to have to try on my outfit. She's like, when I lose like 100 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I also really loved one, one of my friends got him a little Link outfit from The Legend of Zelda. And I'm super excited for that. Didn't we get a He-Man one too? Yeah, your mom got a He-Man. It's not like an outfit. like It's just like a, like a little onesie with He-Man on it. He's not going to look like He-Man. Yeah. But the Legend of Zelda one I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Got a lot of good things, a lot of fun things. Yeah. Baby, he's going to come out and he's just going to be spoiled. The second he comes out, he's going to be spoiled he left and right. He will not be spoiled. Oh, yes, he will. This kid, he is going to be so spoiled, it's not even funny. I'm not raising a spoiled child. He's going to have a grandma and a grandpa well, on your side. Well, they spoil him. He's going to have a grandma and grandpa on your side. That is possibly the only child, their grandchild, they're ever gonna have. Well, they can spoil them. Then you're gonna have my parents who love to spoil babies anyway. Yeah. And then you're gonna have me, and I you spoil all my kids. Child. So this kid is gonna be spoiled like crazy. He will not rack it to discipline. What's gonna happen when I do? <sighs> but next year for Halloween, as a reminder, he will be a little Gomez baby, and it will be adorable. With a little mustache. I'm so excited. <laughs> little Gomez. I'm so excited for that. It's like all I want. <laughs> You're just waiting for next year. I just want to fast forward to next year so I can put a mustache on him. That's funny. <laughs> uh, well, that was fun. Yeah. So what do you have um, on our main topic today? Um, well, the main topic I was wanting to talk about 
there's been an increase in LGBTQ candidates like across America being elected in various political or law roles. Um, but they've been increasing and I'm on NBCnews.com and it's basically a summary of all kinds of things but this particular article is Tennessee elects its first transgender lawmaker I know Tennessee crazy when was this it was when is this article uno momento it is by Jason Kempen and it was September 15th 2023 at 2 41 p.m. it was talking about originally it was talking about a specific person she is the first trans woman to be elected into a law position lawmaker um on thursday wow this is recent um so this just happened last week yeah uh she is 57 olivia hill won one of nashville metro council's four nonpartisan seats up for grabs securing 12.9 percent of the vote according to the election data site on ballotpedia she also served in the Navy for 10 years as an engineer oh. and then worked as an engineer for Vanderbilt U University. Um, she has been very vocal for LGBTQ advocacy in Nashville and beyond. Um, yeah, so that's pretty crazy because usually Tennessee is frighteningly um, anti-LGBTQ. Are they? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, it goes on to say down here, <laughs> Tennessee has been one of several state leaders in terms of proposing and enacting anti-LGBTQ laws this year. The state introduced 26 anti-LGBTQ measures this year, according to the ACLU. Wow. Um, in March... The governor signed a measure into law that would restrict transition-related care for minors and a first-of-its-kind bill that would prohibit some drag performances. A federal judge ruled the Tennessee drag law was unconstitutional in June. The state's law on gender-affirming care for minors is still in effect. But it did also say that, like, her winning shows that it's just the people that are up top that are being... Just anti-LGBTQ. No. <laughs> Let's just call it that. I mean... Um, but it seems like the people are opening up a bit more. And then there's some more fun facts. Um, well, not fun facts, but, you know. Um, they could be fun. Yeah. Um, last year, 400 openly LGBTQ candidates, majority were Democrats, won their elections. Oh. The year... In 2020, it was 336. 2018, it was 244. So it's increasing a lot. Some notable wins are Mara Healy in Massachusetts, Tina Kotek in Oregon. These were elected as lesbian governors. And the first trans man was James Rosener in New Hampshire to be elected to state legislature. Mm-hmm. Um... So far this year, 496 anti-LGBTQ bills have been introduced into state legislatures across the country. 84 of them have passed into law, according to a tally by the American Civil Liberties Union. 
So, we've got some big wins, got some big losses, but it's interesting to see that people are being more accepting. Um, I came across another article here from NBCNews.com. Um, the article is called Number of LGBTQ Elected Officials in U.S. Doubled Since 2017. Um, those who identify as something other than cisgender, including trans and non-binary, have seen their representation increase tenfold. It's interesting. This article um, came out in August 19th of 2022, so a year ago. Uh, by Julie Moreau. Moreau? Um, let's see. It says the number of LGBTQ elected officials grew by nearly 6% last year, according to the LGBTQ Victory Institute, which yeah trains, uh, trains and advocates for queer political candidates and office holders. <laughs> Say that five times fast. For real. <laughs> Since 2017, when the organization began releasing data, the number has nearly doubled, growing from 448 LGBTQ elected officials that year to 1,043 officials in 2022. Hmm. That's a lot. I mean, you think about it, that's really a lot. Yeah. You go back even 50 years and you wouldn't have found one openly you go back 20 years, I don't know if you'd find one openly. Oh, you're right. Probably wouldn't have found something until the early 2000s. I think that's when it really started to... Gay started to be in really okay 70s, 80s was kind of the breaking point. It was just really just a thing in 2000s. And I think trans is about the same way. I think trans were, were behind about 30 years from the gay people. Gay was not okay in the 70s. No, it's not that it was okay, but it was widely known it was something that people fought for. Wasn't it still in the... What is it? Dang it, I forget the word every time. The... Early? No. Stages? <laughs> the psychologic, the psychology book with all the mental illnesses. Oh. This MHS. The DSM. It was in the DSM, so... Oh, 1973. Now what about trans? Interesting. That's what I'm saying. Trans is about 30 years behind. I think they just removed it, if I'm correct. Transsexuality. Within the last 10 years. 2013. Oh, wait. Uh, no, they just renamed it. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. <laughs> they just renamed it. Oh. In 2013, it went from gender identity disorder to gender dysphoria, which sounds cooler, I guess. <clears throat> it still sounds the same. I guess it means we still have mental problems. The change further focused the diagnosis on the gender identity related distress that some transgender people experience. Oh, I guess that's not as bad. So it's based off of the distress, not the actual being trans now? Well, but I've heard, even w remember <clears throat> when we first were going for your surgery and you went to talk to the hormone doctor, the tan guy? Yeah. The endocrine... Endocrinologist? Yeah. Um, he used the word gender dysphoria, but it sounded to me like he was using it broadly as just trans. I don't know. 
honestly. Because I seem to hear them say that a lot. Because you could say, I'm totally happy and not confused or depressed from this at all. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... I, I, I don't really care what people call it. I... But that's the upsetting thing. If that's what it is, we wouldn't have that. Like, that's something caused by humanity, not by you not being able to help it. That's from you facing people being mean and all kinds of things. Yeah, that's true. It does, a lot of the disorder has to do with people just wanting to go into the bathroom looking like a girl. Like, yeah, I look like a girl, I think. <laughs> And if I walk into a men's bathroom, I'm going to get the distress, the anxiety, the depression, and the things coming from it. And if I try to walk into a girl's restroom in Kansas, then I can be arrested and charged with a felony. And that's, I think that, I don't know, you just want to go to the bathroom. And so that's really distressing, that's depressing, and that hurts. But how can they put something, at least going off of this, I'm sure there's a lot more... But how can you put something in there that is not stemming from you yourself? It's a result. Well, you know what? Never mind. There is a lot of stuff like that. Just like people that have been attacked or whatever. They will form things. or PTSD. Multiple, multiple personalities. Or, and then they end up in there. So, never mind. It's kind of unfortunate that we have to... That your brain could be totally broken just by other evil people. That happens. Quite unfortunately. Mm. Well, segue. Yep, exactly. Um, good talk. Good talk. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. yep. Let's see, I don't have anything Get else really in the up. in my article here. What do you got? Anything else? <clears throat> well, I had. I saw something because we have the news on on TV at work all the time. Yeah. And. Remember how I talked about Elliot Page and how we haven't seen him in anything in forever? Well, guess what? Elliot's back. Um, uh, what was it called? Close to You. He is in a movie called Close to You. And it's about a trans guy that is going to Canada for a family reunion and some of the family is not okay with him being trans. But I was reading the article and... A lot of different sites summarize the same thing, but this one again is on NBC News, and it's Elliot Page hopes his new film, Close to You, cracks open hearts and minds, uh, September 12th, 2023, by Reuters. Anyway, um, the most powerful scene for him was when, in the beginning, he woke up and he didn't have a shirt on. He was like, just slept shirtless and he was like that's really powerful and I'm like that is really powerful seeing like a trans guy getting to wake up and be you and if it was like a guy guy it'd be like whatever but I don't know. I sometimes wish I could still wake up and not have to throw on a shirt. <laughs> I think everybody does. I think it's, it's ridiculous that we It's can't. nice to have the figure but at the same time uh, you know how nice it was just to like get up out of bed and you just walk around and not have to worry about whether somebody sees your top or anything and through a window? I think it's just ridiculous, though. I mean, that's a different subject. <sighs> anyway, but so now we've got Elliot um, starring as a trans man. 
in the movie. Elliot Page, if you happen to be listening to us, I would love for you to give us a call. Um, this movie is not out yet. But it's coming out. When is it coming out? Um, what did it say? Oh, I read it on a different article. It said that it wasn't out yet, but if you have, like, TFF, you can watch it again in, like, a week. And I have no idea what TFF is. This is an independent movie, but we will definitely be sure to watch it when it does come out and support but you don't have a date on it. No, there's. I haven't found a date. But they also said, or he said, that this is the most comfortable role he's ever been in. Which I'd imagine so. He gets to be himself. Instead of being who he wasn't this whole time. But I'm happy. Happy for him. What's the movie called? Close to you. Close to you. Oh, I wonder if that's why they did that. I wonder if they play the song in that. That's my baby song. My, the song that was playing when I was born. And the Cranberries redid that song, so I love it. And the Carpenters. Why they named it Close to You? Yeah, it's probably that song, right? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, and in the movie, he also... I think he meets up with an old flame, it said. Okay, so Sam is who Elliot's playing. Runs into Catherine, a friend from high school. With their own complicated life now, and feelings from their unresolved past, begin to bubble to the surface. And this is from People.com. Elliot Page calls his new movie the complete highlight of my career at TIFF, T-I-F-F, Red Carpet, by Eric Anderson and Tommy McArdle. Hey, a little bit about this real quick. So, it actually was released September 10th, 2023, only at TIFF. And this is... TIFF is actually the Toronto International Film Festival. So that's where you were able to see it. Um, oh my god, he's so sure. <laughs> is he short? I know people look short and this stuff, and then they're actually my height, and I'm just like, really? Rotten Tomatoes has a review of 50%. Oh, that's not bad for an indie movie. It says it has an average rating of a 4.9. Out of 10? Out of 10. Oh. Well, I'll still give it a shot. That means one, that means one of us is not going to like it. The other well, one will. what about <laughs> Hard Candy? Look up that one's ratings, because I really love that movie. Hard Candy? Yes. It's another movie that he was in a very long time ago. But it was not a mainstream movie, so. But it was very powerful. Okay, let's see. Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, so it's a 67%. Oh, see? Yeah. And I really like that movie. That came out in 2014. Was that after? Uh-huh. I can't remember. It was before 2014. Uh... I was a teenager when I watched that. No, no, you're right. It's 2005. Yeah. I don't say. Um, and there is a trailer for Close to You. You can just Google it. But you can uh, share it on your, on Facebook. Oh, we yeah. can share the link on Facebook. Or you just Google it. Or we could just share it. Yeah. We could do that, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah. Oh, my body. <sighs> now I'm going to have to look up how tall he is because he looked pretty short. 
Please don't be taller. Oh my god, he's only five foot one. <laughs> I wish I was five foot one. <laughs> Short Poor thing. I know. Could have been. All right. Um, I'm only two inches taller, so I feel your pain. Um. All right. So going away from Elliot, we're all happy Elliot's back in the picture. If anybody knows any female trans people that are doing really well in the movies, yeah. maybe comment on Facebook and let us know. We can check them out. So, uh, do you have anything for gay gaming? Gay gaming. Gay gaming. Um, man, I have to watch that movie just to know if the song is in there so I can be right. Um, gay gaming. Well, I've been... Monster Hunter Now came out, which I know has nothing to do with being gay. And there's nothing gay I can do in it except make my character look kind of gay. Because mm -hmm. they do let you put... It's gender neutral if you want fairly girly hair on a man or short butchy hair on a female. But you can't change the armor because I don't like playing as a female. Okay, so here's where I am. I guess it's video games. I am trans. Because my characters are always male because I hate playing skimpy females. <sighs> I'm sorry. It's so annoying. I always have to be the guy character. And I'm like, I'd like to be a girl. But she's wearing a bikini. And I'm like, that is not what I want to wear. I want to look cool. You do look cool in a bikini. No. Oh, God, she does. Trust me. All the way down to her belly button. Stop it. <laughs> She's a hottie. But Monster Hunter Now came out. And it's kind of like... It's made by Niantic, the same people that made Pokemon Go. Um, you like... But this one, you cannot drive at all. You have to legit, like, walk around. And then you hunt monsters. And you upgrade your equipment. And it's a never-ending cycle. But I'm having fun with it. That's good. And then I've been playing... That made me want to play Monster Hunter Rise. And so I've been playing that some more. I have been. Do you you got the Pokemon Go uh, DLC? Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. I'm sorry. Wow. Yes. I don't, I don't know what I was thinking. We were talking about the Go. I have hardly played it. I've only caught like five new Pokemon and gotten to Kitakami. Um, but I, I've been waiting for you so we could try to play through it together. That'd be nice. It's gonna take. It'll be a year before I get the game. I don't know when. It's not expensive. It's like $35. Yeah. You can do it. Okay. I believe in you. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking earlier to tie this into gay stuff. I've noticed... Well, I think I've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of my, like, lesbian friends are in a Call of Duty, which I'm not. And so, again... I seem to be the oddball out with my my people. My people. We don't seem to like the same games. Maybe that means you're not really gay. I don't know what I am. Maybe you're really straight. Oh, my nose is that, that could be. Um, And then trans girls I've noticed, and I'm not trying to put everybody in one hole, but majority of which I've known... They seem to like strategy or MMO games. And you like strategy games. Yeah, I do. Isn't yeah. that weird? I I don't know. I'm not a big MMO. Yeah, you're not. It's just interesting. Because I'll like, look at my like friends list and then 
see what games they're talking about, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. And then it'd be nice if I could find fellow lesbians that want to play the same games as me, but they don't. They just want to shoot things. <laughs> and I'm like, I like to sometimes, but... Why do you need it to be a lesbian to play with you? Um, or just somebody like me, like, you know, just to have that... Well, you Connection. get on. Well, you get online, and you can meet people online—gay people, straight people, I know. guys, girls, and I have kids. Some, I have like a gay guy or two on my Xbox, but I'm just like, I just want to connect. You want to connect, like how you would probably feel better talking with another trans girl versus a straight guy. I don't feel that way at all. Really? You I, don't feel I mean, like... people are people to me. Like, I know straight people. I know straight people. I know trans people. I know gay people. I know girls, like guys. It doesn't matter to me. It's just people. And if they like the same thing as me, then I have more of a connection. I feel like I connect more with the female species. Female girls? More than males. Because... Female girls? Huh? female girls. Yes, the female girls. <laughs> the female version of girls. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, I feel like I connect better with them. Where I work, there's a bunch of... See? But you feel like you connect better with them. I. It's not that I don't feel like I can't connect with a guy. It's just the things I like are more... They're more... They lean more towards females than males. It's like makeup. It's clothes. It's going to the places that I want to go. It's the same places these girls like to go. Mm-hmm. And you look at a guy and they're like, uh, I really don't want to do that. Or I really don't go here. I don't think this about that. You know, it's it's just my brain works similar to those girls that I work with. Mine seems to work more like a guy. straight nerdy guys. Yes. Because yes. I like the same stuff they do. <laughs> yes. I've always noticed that. <laughs> Okay, so before we leave, I want to ask some more hypothetical scenarios. And this is courtesy of Brightfold.me. So, let's see here. I know that we've done a few of these here before. Um, ah, here's a good one. If extra lives were a real thing in the real world, how would you get them? Um... Doing a selfless act. You just would get like a ding. But then people would just be purposely doing it. But the world would be a lot nicer, so can't complain. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. So that's how you would get an extra life. I don't know. Um, Eating a mushroom? I don't know. <laughs> we'd lose half the population. They'd eat the wrong <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it'd be neat to like have something that's a challenge, kind of like a, a quest almost, but something that anyone could really do. Yeah. Like maybe you accomplish like five things in your life, um, big something that's important to you. Um, maybe sports, maybe music. Just do something that's important. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Today is your last day. What is the ideal last meal for you? What is what is the menu? I don't know if I'd be able to eat. <laughs> I 
I'm one of those people, if I get, like, depressed or anything's wrong, I'm not an eater. I don't know if I'd be able to. Um, but I guess, what do I find super tasty? Just something, if you could have one more meal right now, and that's it. It has to be that. Um, Mine would probably be pizza. I'm not going to lie. Really? Pizza? I'd, yeah, just a, a pizza. Really? Oh, yes. I don't know. Oh, I love pizza. I could eat, like, a ton of pizzas. Really? Absolutely. It's so simple. I know. <laughs> it's either that or maybe enchiladas. Beef mm, enchiladas. I was thinking enchiladas. Um, I don't know. I might have to go with Tamashi's ramen. My curry ramen. <sighs> really? Yeah. Out of anything in the world, you'd choose Tamashi's. Uh, maybe. In Oklahoma City. Oh, they're so good. They're good. I feel like I'm burned out because we go there all the time. No, we don't. Yes, we do. No, we don't. Oh, I feel like since I've known you, we've gone like 10 times. Exactly. That's not enough. Oh. I want some Penangs, though. I haven't had Penangs in forever. Some curry. I'm hungry. (laughs) I am, too. Let's go get some. Let's go to Oklahoma City. Mm. Take a two and a half hour trip. Just for some food. (laughs) Yes. Uh. (laughs) I still want to try that pizza place that you talked about in uh, Moore, Oklahoma. The one that doesn't exist anymore? What? Or Mazio's? I think it's Mazio's. Oh, they're not. <laughs> they're not just in Moore. They're also in OKC and everything. And everything. Where's everything? <laughs> I love their salad bar. Oh, it's so good. Mm. I miss Pizza Hut salad bar. I am no longer a Pizza Hut fan after the last time they kind of just like shafted us. With what? Oh. We got like a really bad order. Like they just messed it up and it was just really horrible. And I contacted Pizza Hut. I was like, listen, you have a chance to make it right. They did not contact me back. Then I sent them another message saying I was never contacted on this. What are you like? What's going on? They never contacted me back. They said that we'll contact you within 24 hours. Nothing. I did it three times, and all three times, I was blown off. So you know what? I'm blowing them off. Oh. Yep. Um, yep. I like their crust, but I'm not a big Pizza Hut fan. They put... Their sauce upsets my tummy. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, another question for you. Mm-hmm. If you had the power to bring back any dinosaur, which one would it be? Mm. I might have to go with the Trudon. Why is that? Because they were believed to be the smartest ones. They would have been smarter than us. If they wouldn't have died? Yeah. I don't know. It could be apocalyptic by bringing them back, but maybe we could bring back a cute tiny one. And they'll stay cute and tiny forever. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I think I'd bring back a Triceratops. <laughs> Why? I just think they look cool. They got the three horns. They're huge. Mm. They're leaf eaters. They wouldn't hurt us. Yeah. They'd be really cool just to see them out like on a farm field. Just like dozens of them just sitting there chewing away at the grass. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. To have one of those back. I wonder if they'd be farmed like cows. Oh, poor things. They probably would. Wasn't their intelligence that of a cow? I think so, yeah. Mm. 
I think they would be, uh, you'd have Triceratops Burgers. We've talked about this one, I think, in a way, but I'm going to kind of alter it a little bit. If you had a time machine and you can go back to any period, mm. what is the first thing you would do in the period you would go to? Mm. I don't know. I could either go back and invest in something so my family is financially stable forever, or I could go do something and, like, prevent Hitler or make him be a nicer person <laughs> so that all those people never had to suffer. Interesting. Uh, or Genghis Khan. Oof. I was thinking something a little bit more selfish, self, selfish, I think. I was thinking about going back in time and maybe going to... Like Woodstock, the first Woodstock. I, think, I, I just think it'd be fun to experience it. You see you documentaries, get, you see like movies, and you hear about them. You get so many diseases. I don't know. Probably. I just think it'd be fun. I think it'd be neat to see what they did, how they did it, and watch it in the moment instead of just like hearing about it. You can go to Burning Man. It's pretty much the same thing. Or I would go back to the 80s, and I would go to McDonald's. Because I bet their food tasted so much better. Mm, that's interesting. Didn't you say they used different grease or something? The different oils when they made their food. They made their food different. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of times their food wasn't frozen. Their burger patties. Really? It was, yeah. Um, they did a lot of the stuff themselves. And now it's been so automated that over time things have changed and you haven't even noticed. Well, I wasn't alive, but... Uh, I, I I don't remember. I can't sit there and go to McDonald's now and say, oh, it doesn't taste the same. I don't notice a huge difference because of how I grew up with it. Mm -hmm. But I think if you went back in time and you tried it, you notice a huge difference. I miss the teeny tiny kids' meal cups. Like the ridiculously small ones. <laughs> it was like just a few cents. Yes. I miss those. <laughs> I don't know. I... I... I miss the days where you used to have like Pizza Hut or McDonald's or, you know, some of the other companies where they would like release like those glass cups. Yeah. Like, like the Lord of the Rings. Yes. My parents have all of those. Or Smurfs or Muppet Babies or something like that. Or the Burger King. Awesome. I still have one that I got. Um, the gold Pokemon coin or yeah. card thingy. They don't do that anymore. No. And the Happy Mills are kind of okay. The, they are talking about doing the um, the pumpkins again for Halloween. Mm. The trick-or-treat pumpkins. Oh, Lord help me. I, she went on a mad hunt for those. And I found just two of them out of the three. Oh, yeah. We only needed one more. Yeah. I was disappointed. You could probably find it on eBay. I bet I could. Probably pretty cheap. Five, five dollars or less, I imagine. Maybe. Unless one of you guys want to send it to me for free. Just... Yeah. Think I'm missing the white one, right? No, or did I get the white one? I think purple. we're missing the purple. I'm missing the purple one. I got the orange yeah. and white. Where did we put those in the Halloween decorations? I think so. Hmm. Yeah. Fun little thing. I had somebody come in at my work, and she was trans, and she was going to go get a new ID because she retired from the military, and so she came in to get assistance with that because she was like I don't look like my picture and I was like no you don't 
<laughs> so we took a new picture and sent her on her way. And I was happy that she was getting to be herself, finally. It's funny. And you had, um, this last week, one of my friends, who was also trans, yeah, they showed up. Too. And they were like, I know who you are. And you're like, what? I know, because I've never met them. <laughs> I was like, why are you Facebook stalking me? But I guess that's normal now. So Did, did she just, she said that she knew who you were? Yes. I Well, my coworker was helping her, and then as she was going to leave, she said, do you know Brooklyn? And I was like, yes. And then I was like, oh, I'm Brooklyn's wife. And she's like, I know, I've seen you before. And I was like, what? Uh, are you stalking me? <laughs> but yeah, it was weird. It was like within less than 24 hours that happened. Two trans people. Yeah, what a coinky dink. We're, we're expanding. We're multiplying. <laughs> people are putting water on us. We're just multiplying. Like Mogwai. Like a Chia Pet? No, like Mogwai. What's Mogwai? Mogwai. What's that? Like, like, gremlins. Oh. I can't watch when they do that. It's super gross to me. I always have to look away. I don't even want to imagine it. We need to watch gremlins again. You have Gizmo. Well, you know, I think that's it. I think we've... Had a lot of just random talking today. I guess we will see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on our show. Don't forget to check out our other shows wherever podcasts are available. And if you're in the position to help our podcast grow, please join us at patreon.com forward slash ggirltgirl. And check out our Facebook and Instagram page for more updates and messages at gaygirl forward slash transgirl. And if you're joining us on YouTube, please hit that like button and subscribe. Thank you.